0: i oh, find fredscarf.com I don't know where he is. He, I know he has a very. Right, we have small one. We have another one. Have here another comes one. another,
1: right, another one. Right, here we go.
0: He's so pretty. He's
1: so pretty. I should play Flash. something in the interim. I'll play something in the interim. Yeah. Hey, do you under? Uh, did it make sense? Did you get my text? Uh. All right. All right. One sec. One sec. One sec. I don't think he understood the text. I actually did not mean to text. I don't think that he
0: understands. But you know what we can understand is a song called
1: Pretty Boys. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait Hold on. Oh, okay. We have another one. We have another one. Oh, We have another call. Yeah. All right. Ready?
2: Yes. Go for
1: it. I have a feeling this is going to be good. Hello? Hello? Oh my gosh, hello. How are you? Oh my gosh, hello. How are you? Hello?
0: (laughs) I don't think someone's there. Pull your phone out of your pocket. The pocket lint sounds like, you know what? Here's the thing. Fred Scarf's poops are 375% Three hundred and seventy five percent better than your pocket lint. So please everybody. Do you know how hot he, I mean, I hate I hate mean? to put things
1: on how hot you this are. This is amazing. Like I can't believe that. I mean, think about this. I mean, so what were the two ones that we did today? So basically there's one
0: where He's trying to redirect. What I was saying is that he's that wicked hot, and not only is he wicked hot, but he's wearing he's wearing an itchy and scratchy thing without irony, which is, like, 137% hotter than, like, what? That is 100% true. All right, so let's— You're let's. wearing tie-dye without irony, and it's itchy and scratchy. And I know it's crazy. You're a crazy person. Who is right. joining the show right now? Uh,
1: who are your Well, people? I have someone who said that they um, were going to call. But, I mean, like, let's put it this way. We already sort of broke our record. Hold on one second. Oh, so who came?
0: No, no, no. Someone's come every show. We've only had two calls per show. We already had two calls. Did either but of I those like dudes we need come? Ha-
1: but, I, but I will say this. I think that, like, the last call was dynamite. Like, the he last call amazing. Was, like, what usually happens is one is, like, eh, and then the other one is just dying. Okay,
0: so he was after phone sex, and you gave it to him. You gave him everything he asked for. That was fucking amazing. All right, you so... Um, and he wasn't going to come, and you had to cut it off, and it didn't matter, because he already told you he wasn't going to come. He already he said he, told you. He said he was, like, what, 86 years old? Yes. Something? No, that was the first guy. The, the first, first guy was-, was 86 years old. The second guy was, like, very... Cagey about everything, but he was like, "I'm not gonna." All right, gonna- let's see if this guy calls. All right, let's just let's see this guy. I am like so impressed. I feel like your sexual prowess, like, has these incredible, like, I don't understand magnets. Oh, did it? Let's let's see. Oh, there he is.
1: Hello. Hello. I've <tick>, given up on this dude.
0: Oh. All right. Well. Let's
1: try one more. One more. One more. One more.
0: I tried one to more, put in pretty more. boys, but it didn't work. One more. Let's see. <laughs> He's calling people now. People. There's a problem that we have
3: pretty boys. Yes, girls, they are a problem
4: because they are soul, mother.
1: Hello, how are you? I'm good. Are you, okay, so are you ready to be on my phone free phone sex podcast and we're going to act out your favorite sex fantasy? Yes. Okay, perfect, 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 perfect. Um so so all right so you don't reveal your name we don't have to take your name um but tell me like what is your sex fantasy um well where are you are you in the un- United States No I'm in the Philippines right now You are in the Philippines Okay okay so um all right so tell me like so we are broadcasting from San Francisco uh California and Tell me your favorite sex, your sex fantasy and like how we can make it come true.
4: Oh, so do I need to tell it uh, right now?
1: (laughs) Yes, but also if you, if you need some time to think about it, we can help you think through it. Like, like what is like, like what happens? What turns you on? Uh, where are you? Who are you? And, like, what are things that you haven't done that you want to do, maybe in your dreams, not in real life? Uh, Well, of course, I need to write it down,
0: Oh, no, you don't need to write it down. You can say it with your You don't voice. need to write it down.
1: You can just say it, Say it, and we'll just start, kind of workshop it together. P.M. Rock and Roll, only night
4: of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. shot of Bullet Bourbon and a can of California Lager 8
0: big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival
5: 2018.
0: Are you motherfuckers ready for the Rad Show? Rad! Yes, it is real ass dudes. Real dudes all the time here. I am so excited to bring up your host right now out of Portland. Put your hands together for Daniel Degris!
6: All right. Thank you, Mutiny. Welcome to Rad. Real ass dudes. Um, so, does anybody here? Um, I'm gonna bring up a real ass dude problem that I have. Um, does anybody here pee wrong? Do You guys? No. A <laughs> little. All right. So I think okay. So I just turned thirty-two recently, and uh, I think I've been peeing wrong. Um, my aim is true. This isn't the problem. It's um, it's the shake. I'm not sure. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of personal. So. So I was I was. I was potty trained by my, my uh, babysitter her name's Barbie she's wonderful. Um, she just threw some fruit loops in the toilet and said sink them and it was just a blur after that and I I swear nobody showed me so so what I do is like I just like shake it violently and then uh, I mean if you, if you ever like put away a garden hose it's just like it's off, but it's not you know just keeps going. Um, but anyway, so like, just I just shake it, and then I like slap it, like a slap bracelet, just like but against my pants. It's more of a formality, but it feels like it's done. I don't know. I know this is a little gross, but it's also kind of a cry for help. Um, yeah. I don't know. Somebody listening is going to be like, you know, maybe I've been doing it wrong, too. And they're going to try it, but um, I don't know. I think, and someone might ask me, like, is that, doesn't that hurt? It's like, no, it can take a beating. It's the balls you gotta protect, and like... I've done it, like, I realized this because I did that when I wasn't wearing pants, and it just clocked myself, right, in the nuts. It hurts so much. <laughs> anyway, so no one else. <laughs> That's good to know. Um, there's a few numbers I learned recently, though, just crazy. Uh, so, Pornohub said, that when uh, when men search for porn, sixteen uh, percent of the time, it's for incest porn. Right? What the fuck, guys. <laughs> now, all right, so but when women when women search for porn, nine percent of the time, it's for incest porn. And that's kind of hot. And it's not the incest porn that gets, I think it's just like a horny lady with a search term. It's just,, all right, yeah, whatever. Um, (laughs) uh, the other, oh, so, um, Google was interesting, too. They, um, between the, the, the binary men and women genders, um, one of the two genders searches for how to best perform oral sex more than the other one. You guys want to take a guess? Men or women? Really? That's so great. No, it is women. It is by far women. Um, they're better people. Like, they're just, they're trying. Um... (laughs) And, like, almost to prove it, like, men are searching for those terms. But, like, the, at the highest rate, it's how to perform it on themselves. <laughs> so they're just trying to, like, take the women out of the situation. <laughs> I want to see, like, a husband who got caught and is just, like, I know what I like, I just don't know how. <laughs> um, I have a final number I want to bring up, uh, which is uh, did you know that 70% of your sperm? Men, I guess. Um, the 70% of your sperm is there just to fight other guys' sperm. Like, that's a lot. That is, that's clearly evolution reminding us that monogamy is difficult. But 70... Like, how jealous you gotta be if s- only 30% are trying to knock up your girlfriend, but 70% are just throwing open closet doors and looking under beds like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> it's nuts. Like, I don't know. Like It makes me wonder if that's where, like, macho dudes come from. Like one of the fighting ones accidentally did the insemination. Now it's really confused, (laughs) but still swinging. Cause like, I don't know, it's just on each other all the time, trying to prove it. Like, I feel like it'd be great if there was something we could have them do and they would just know who's the alpha and they could just chill out for a while. You know, just be a person, watch Netflix. Impossible, you say. That would take years of heavy petting, you say. I don't think it has to. I think what's happening is that their sperm really still wants to punch each other in the face. And we should let it. Like, on ESPN, these guys can put their shirts back on and unleash their boys, and we will see who comes out on top. Because, fucking, we've, we've seen men fight. But does semen fight? Oh. All right. If, I don't know. If you can, if you lift, bro, you can beat a man. But beat off with a man... You might be a legend, like. All right, are you guys ready for some real ass dudes? Let's make it even louder for the radio. Real ass dudes, come on. All right, our first real ass dude, coming from Portland, Oregon, is the great Brian Bixby.
7: Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a real-ass dude. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I have the beer gut to prove it. Look at me. I, too, am, uh, I watch incest porn. Sure, why not? It's it's nothing sexual, though. It's just to fulfill my fantasy of being from a different family. <laughs> like that's, that's what I really want. <laughs> I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. Um... We had a we had a saying in Wisconsin. It goes, um, "Fuck! I live in Wisconsin. Ugh, this place sucks. It's terrible. A lot of pedophiles in a small town. A lot of pedophiles. <laughs> All kinds. Uh, I even knew about a pedophile in a wheelchair. Yeah, a wheelchair." How did he do it? Dress up as a race car bed? Like how do you? How do you work that out? Ha! I like that over there. That's the equivalent of a gong. I don't know. That chokes fire. I like uh, I like psychedelic drugs. Yay! I like them. Uh, magic mushrooms. Yeah. Sounds like you have to know a wizard, like, uh, (laughs) conjure me some mushrooms, read about them in Harry Potter and the Breathing Wall, that's, I like them, every time you take mushrooms it's an enlightening experience, like, uh, last time I took them, I spent four hours just staring at a wall, that's all I did, and then I realized they were shiitake mushrooms and I'm just a boring person, like, uh, that's my big realization. I uh, I think about the apocalypse a lot. I do, and what I think is, I'm gonna die. (laughs) Real fast. I'm not gonna live, not supposed to. What's the last movie you saw where the survivors are like an ex-marine, some hot chick, and a fat, cowardly ginger? Like, yeah, (laughs) walking through some zombie town, smearing on sunscreen, like, how far is it? Oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I've always been fat. Uh always I was a fat kid. Uh my my mom always tried telling people, Oh, it's just baby fat. That's all. Just a little baby fat. And they'd be like, Oh wow, really? How many babies did he eat? Because you have a fat kid, ma'am. <laughs> I do, uh, I, uh, I remember the, yeah, I I do blame it on my dad. Uh, he raised me, and he let me eat whatever I wanted, which for an eight-year-old who's already fat is like pizza, mac and cheese. Like He let me eat anything. He's like, oh, what could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? That's when I shake my tits in his face. Like, well, you can motorboat your son. That might be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Here's what I do sometimes. Sometimes I like to squeeze my fat tits together and I jizz on them. That's what I do. I come on my gooey man tits and then that makes it okay that I have them because the sad part about man tits is that they have no purpose. But mine saved me from coming in my face, so. Pretty useful rack, I got. It is like uh, I remember. Uh, I remember the last time I saw my great grandmother alive. Uh, she said to me, "She said, Brian, you're getting too fat." And then she died right there. I was <laughs> so sad. I was so fat. She had a heart attack. <laughs> That's what happened. Sad. <laughs> I do. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I I moved to Portland two years ago. Uh, that's the first place that I learned about the World Naked Bike Ride. I'll never do that. Uh, I'm just not trying to find out if my ass can deep throat a bike seat. Like, you know, I'm not interested in that. I'm out of shape. Like I said, I can't do it. I, uh... I hate people that are in shape, really. <laughs> fuck you. If you. If you have abs right now, fuck you, okay? <laughs> Like, I totally get why joggers are always getting murdered. Like, because... Fuck them. Fuck. Look at me, I'm being healthy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what you get. I used to have friends that like to hike like up hills and shit. Like, uh, like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm not, if I'm walking in the middle of nowhere, you better be killing me, because I'm not walking back. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Here's how out of shape I am. Uh, The other night, I was fucking. Yeah, uh, you got to believe the premise. Come with me on this, please. Come with me. I was fucking, and uh, at a certain point, I had to fake an orgasm because I was just winded. Like I was so tired. I was just breathing, hold my sigh, <laughs> and I just made a face like, and then I got to, I'm done. I, I wish I knew that in high school gym class, like, oh, if I just pretend to come, I can stop running laps. Like, would have been so useful. <laughs> yeah, that's just me though. I'm just a uh, big old fat bad. I'm a bad fuck. I'm terrible. I hump like I'm trying to move a washing machine by myself. Like just <laughs> you ever just move like, ah, ah, ah. yeah, baby, I call this two men in a truck. That's what I call it. I'm sorry I humped at you. Uh, nobody deserves that treatment. <laughs> uh, beautiful. But you know, women. women can have multiple orgasms yeah uh i know because i read uh that's why <laughs> not me i'm done after two <laughs> i am out of come I'm out of da. it still twitches but i'm just ejaculating wishes at that point like that's all that's all i have left uh yeah it's uh i don't know, yeah it's a it's a weird thing i uh i used to uh I used to date this girl who always called me daddy She would call me Daddy, which is, uh, it's sexy. It can be sexy. But one time she went over the line, right? Like, I'm walking into the bedroom, and she's like, Oh, Daddy, what are you doing in your daughter's bed? Um, leaving, actually. I'm just about to walk out. Just like your real dad. What do you know? Uh, what do you know? I, um my penis uh it's not that long okay it's not it's not but but let me tell you it is not that big around either so don't get excited never call it a cock can't do that cocks have veins i didn't even know they penises had veins for like till three years ago like they have big veins. Like that's the thing about a cock. It looks like an angry dad. Like it's like it's mad you broke a window, just like, it's it looks so angry. I don't have that. I prefer wee wee. That's what I have, okay? Just a wee wee. Here's what I think happened to it. I think it's small because I sleep on it. That's it. I think it's supposed to grow at night but I'm just smashing it down every night. I wake up and it looks like grass where a car has been parked for a year. Like, it's it's not a good dick. This is sad. But you should want to fuck me. You uh, should really want to, uh, because I bring snacks, okay? I show up for, for sex like a little league mom. Like, like, I got trail mix, I got Gatorades. No matter how this ends, we're all getting pizza, okay? <laughs> That's a rule. I'm Brian Bixby. Thanks a lot, everybody.
6: Y'all can see me now because you don't see with your eye. You perceive with your mind. That's the end. Of so I'm going to stick around for Brian Bixby. Man, yeah, you should want to fuck him. Come on. like he, If I heard that right, his dick grant is, grants wishes after he comes twice. So <laughs> it's like everybody wins, I think. Are you ready for the next comic? Yeah! All right, also from Portland, Oregon, give it up for the amazing Pedro Andrede.
2: Give it up for Daniel, yo. Hell yeah. How's everybody doing? It's late and shit. I don't know what what, what it is here, but I was driving by a school zone, and uh, I'm from Portland. And uh, I don't know what it is here, but uh, I got to thinking... Like, who decided 20 miles an hour is the appropriate speed to hit a kid with your car? <laughs> That's how we're doing it. <laughs> I'm, uh, sometimes during sex, women will ask me to talk dirty to them in Spanish, you know? <laughs> they like it <a> Telemundo style. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't mind doing it, but then they look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them to talk dirty to me in the king's English. I'm saying, man, like you know, some won't even. Some of them won't even watch Downtown Abbey with me. Whilst we fornicate, it's unjust. It's unjust. It's unjust. <laughs> I know at least like one person here's like, "Hey, somebody tell Pablo, it's Abbey, not, uh, Downtown Abbey, not Downtown Abbey." Not on Pornhub, <laughs> not on Pornhub. They changed the names because of copyrights and shit like that. <laughs> I suppose is what I heard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so what else is going on? I was on a date the other day and like, you know, I, sometimes I, I date white women and, uh but I knew it wasn't gonna work out though, man, because I saw that she had like, her son's name tattooed on the back of her, of her neck. And I mean, I don't know anybody else, but the last thing I want to read when I'm making passionate love to my partner is the name Colton. (laughs) I mean, Brian, maybe. Rodrigo? Fuck it, let's do Rodrigo, but not Colton. (laughs) Never Colton. I don't know. Last, last, Last woman I dated, like... You know, she was really nice, really kind, really thoughtful too. Like, you know, like um, she, uh, I, like, you know, we did nice things for each other. Like, she, she liked, you know, the arts or whatever and Italian food. So I took her on a nice date, you know what I mean? Went to a play and had a nice dinner. And then, you know, she, like I said, she's really thoughtful. Like, she found out I love hip hop music, really do, 90s hip hop. And next thing you know, we were getting busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> I shouldn't have did that one, I know. <laughs> I was like, baby, aren't you where we're gonna get caught? She's like, nah, fuck the police. <laughs> hey, Whatever. <laughs> they shouldn't have let us smoke weed in this motherfucker. Right? So, they shouldn't have let us smoke weed. Smoking weed is dope though, like fucking, right? Like it's, it's a lot of fun. Like, I was thinking the other day, like, you know, people smoke weed out of, like, a lot of things, right? Like, people smoke weed out of apples. I know when I was, like, people smoke weed out of, what, fucking cans and shit. When I was young, dudes would go to jail, and they'd come back out, and they'd be like, yeah, and there we rolled joints out of Bible paper. It's the craziest things you guys smoke weed out of. For me, it was a meth pipe. <laughs> Just gently used. <laughs> it was a brand new... <laughs> oh, yeah. Grab him by the pussy, right? Steve Bannon sucks his own cock. I moved on her like a bitch. Is this a presidency or a too short record? What the fuck is going on? Man? <laughs> hey, no, remember, like, not too long ago, the politicians would, like, be all critical and judgmental of artists, especially rappers, right, for, like, how they use explicit lyrics and whatnot? But not even, like, the rappers are like, yo, chill, son. <laughs> My kids are watching the news, yo. It's fucking crazy. America's reached a point, keep it real, where Snoop Dogg is a better role model to the children than the president of the United States. That's where we're at, man. And, and, and not to hate on Snoop, but he was on trial for attempted murder, so that's kind of, that's where we're at. That's where we're at, y'all. That's where we're at. No, but who would have thought, right? Who would have thought that the guy that called Mexicans murderers and rapists when he announced he was running for president would turn out to be such a dick? (laughs) Not the smartest, not the smartest president, Donald Trump, right? But really good at division, turns out. (laughs) Country is divided, though. Country is divided. What else is going on? (laughs) All right. All right. All right, I'll look at the phone. Fuck it. You guys talk or whatever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Americans are taking staycations now. (laughs) That ain't nothing new to my people. So you know how many cousins I have that came out here on vacation and stayed? (laughs) Ten. Ten of them. There's ten of them, actually. Like, I live in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I don't know if the news got down here, but there was like these two ladies that, uh, <laughs> they tried to open up burrito stand and then they got in trouble because they were like, turns out they were stealing tortilla recipes and shit. Cause you know, white people always get in trouble for cultural appropriation, man. And uh, I gotta keep it real again, you know what I mean? Like Mexicans, we appropriate from American culture too. Like you take for instance our social security numbers, right? <laughs> a lot of those weren't originally ours, man. <laughs> like yeah yeah my name is pedro i just i go by pedro on the radio on stage that's my stage name but uh legally uh i'm Stephen buck miller <laughs> so got a loan once i got a loan once got a loan once. once you guys uh you guys find the word gringo offensive anyone here find the the term gringo offensive no I've read into some people that do, like some white people that they don't like to be called gringo, or they they find it like it's derogatory. And I always tell them, hey, I I just feel like I should be able to use it, because most of my life I've worked for gringos, and of course some of my best friends married a gringo to stay in the country, so... (laughs) That's how it is. (laughs) All right, what else is going on? (laughs) A lot of, a lot of hatred right a lot of hatred in the world, bigotry, racism, all that shit, like with Donald Trump like you know he called us murder- he called Mexicans murderers, rapists uh, I'm Mexican obviously uh but <laughs> like like a lot of people were 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 uh were like, wow, that's crazy, you know and uh but like for me, like I was like, yeah, you know that's been going on for a while like as long as I can remember, uh, Mexicans have been called beaners, um wetbacks. Illegal aliens, it ain't nothing new. Shit, even the other day, my doctor called me a borderline diabetic. (laughs) Fucking racist, man. It's fucking racist. (laughs) Alright, what else is going on? Make Superman Mexican, why not? I better get up out of here, I think that's my time. Have a good night. All right,
6: keep it going for Pedro Andrade. All right. <laughs> yeah, aliens trump. Do you think if aliens like came down today and they'd be like, take me to your leader, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> Dude, any other time would have been better. You want to see in the, all right, uh, we're going to need a translator. And they're like, no, we speak English. It's like, yeah, but he doesn't, so. I'm gonna. All right. Bad host. All right. Another amazing comic from Portland, Oregon. Give it up for Hunter Donaldson.
8: Okay, this show is called "Rad Real Ass Dudes," and I'm so perfect for that. You know, I really nail all the requirements. Everybody, dude, every dude on here, ass dudes, all of them, all of them ass dudes, for real. That's what I would have called the show, Ass Dudes For Real. <laughs> I'm a dude, and I'll talk about it. Um, I'm a white dude, and when you're a white dude doing stand-up comedy in 2018, I feel what you're saying every night when you're on stage is, hey, just one more, okay? <laughs> just one more, no, just as the door is closing, just one more. Just let me in. Just let me in. Just let me in, okay? Just let me in. For old time's sake, come on. Just let me in. One more. One more. I like doing stand-up comedy, um, but I'm also out there doing the practical stuff, doing the real work for you guys. I do that. And I pulled this great one the other day, and got to tell you about it. I went out, and I met this guy, and he was a really cool guy. We went out, we, uh, we got some dinner, we got some drinks, we connected on a lot of shit. Anyways, we go back to his place and we are making like deep, sweet, passionate love. And I look him right in the eyes and I'm like, hey man, gotcha. Because I'm actually straight. <laughs> and he was like, I don't think you are straight. And I was like, Well, you're just mad because I got gotcha. you. <laughs> he was upset. And I was like, I'm sorry, it's just a joke, didn't mean to hurt you. (laughs) And he started to cry, and I held him on my arms, and I held him really, really close, and I could feel his breath on the nape of my neck. And he's crying, and I'm crying. And he's kissing me, and I'm kissing him and we're crying <laughs> and well we fucked again <laughs> so i got him twice <laughs> with the same joke <laughs> honestly tonight i'm a little bit you know thrown off cuz i'm thinking later after this show i'm going to go get him again I am meeting his parents next week, and I hope they like jokes. (laughs) I hope they do. I hope they do. I uh, just recently got checked for STDs. Okay. (laughs) That that, uh, that is a fair reaction, honestly. uh, That's fine. That's a normal reaction. Normally the audience carries me out the door on that one, but... (laughs) And I like to tell every audience, you know, you should all get checked. You know, sometimes I like to make it specific, though, you know, like. (laughs) Get checked. (laughs) Anyways, I was, uh, I was there. I was, uh, the nurse was like, Hunter, it's really straightforward. We're going to do a urine test and we're going to do a blood test. And I was like, that's perfect because I piss blood. (laughs) She was like, we don't even need to do the test. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably tell you maybe something true about me. Um, That might be something. Um, A lot of people actually don't know this, but I am a deviant, soft, sensual, slow, fast, sex master. (laughs) Not a lot of people know. I've got a lot of great moves, like, (laughs) I've got a lot of great sex phrases, like, yeah. (laughs) And uh, like, hey, are you still into this? Cause I'm not getting a lot of eye contact here and I just, I need that to feel safe and I don't. So I'm like a fuck God. I'm a big, big nasty fuck God. The thing is I, I, I know all the positions Missionary, and the other one. (laughs) I've been every sexual orientation, I've tried them all. Gay, straight, cis, racist, um, cat person, dog person, horse girl. (laughs) And I even do ghost stuff. A lot of people don't know what ghost stuff is. Ghost stuff (laughs) is just like where you go to a haunted house by yourself, and you sit in the dark, and if you get turned on... (laughs) (laughs) How else would you explain that? Want to do a little improv here tonight um i like to do some improv in my sets kind of shake it up need a partner how about you this is my partner and we're going to do improv (laughs) yep that's it you're the partner um what's your name sir cool you can just stay there it's a really simple improv i don't know if you've ever done improv before good the way improv works, if you don't know, is there's this concept called yes and. Whatever happens, we just roll forward. There's no no in improv. I think that's what that means. So here we go. It's just going to be a simple scene. All you have to do is order food. Okay? You ready? Give this guy a round of applause. Okay. Here we go. Hi. Um, welcome, Mini Radio. I'm your server. This is now a restaurant. <laughs> Do you want to order any food? Yeah. What would you like to order? Hamburgers. We're out of that. We don't have any hamburgers. <laughs> awesome. Do you want to order something else, maybe? Yeah. We don't have that either, and I don't know what that is, and that's not a thing. <laughs> Do you maybe want to order, like, a funny food? Okay, okay. No, stop, stop. He's ruining it. He's ruining it. He's fucking it up. I'm handing him gold over and over and over, and you're just spiking the ball right into the fucking ditch every single time. I'm going to fix this scene right now. Right now, I'm going to fix it. Here we go. Now I have a gun. Hands up. Hands up. Now give me your wallet. Yes, and. Yes, and. Give me your wallet. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I've heard a lot of excuses at this part of the show. Give me the wallet and give it to me now. Yes, and you know what? Fuck this. Everybody get your hands up. Get your hands fucking up. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Turn the radio part off now, okay? (laughs) This is not being broadcasted. Everybody get your fucking wallets right here. Yes, and
7: me now.
8: It's called hunterradio.com now. That's the new name of the whole thing. And thank you, Pam. Thank you, everybody. Good night. My name is Hunter Donaldson. (laughs)
6: Hunter Donaldson. His rom-com slash, it's going to be a dramedy, 50 Shades of Gotcha, coming at you this summer. All right, our next comic is from Boston. Give him a big hand. This is Chris Post.
4: I know you like that. You want to try that. It's like a flashback. Hey. Good to be here. Visiting from Boston, I live in a part of Boston, it's called Somerville, and um, it's a neighborhood that's been in transition, it was historically blue collar, and uh, it's gentrified in the past few years, and sometimes you see like a clash in cultures. I'll give you an example, like the other day, I'm just walking down the street, drinking a bottle of water, and like this grizzled towny looking guy just comes right up to me and he just goes, hey, what's in the bottle? I was like, it's water. And he goes, yeah, no shit. Water in what? I was like, nah, man, it's just water. So he called me a yuppie. <laughs> All right, not everyone's on board. All right. Um, if you don't know that term, yuppie, it's just a slang term. All it means is young urban professional, which is cute because I'm 33 and unemployed. So... uh <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. I'm 34. Um, God damn it, 35. It's um, it's an old joke. I um, since I wrote that joke, I've I've gained employment. Uh, now uh, during the day, I I work for a tech-based healthcare company. You guys are like those? Must be some pretty clean toilets. I. Uh, <laughs> No one believes I'm in that line of work, you know, because I look like a Bud Light came to life, but... uh <laughs> It's not nice. I, uh, I actually worked for my previous employer. They, like, laid me off and then they brought me back, which is kind of fucked up because I wasn't really crushing it in my last position. Like, my last performance review, it just said, Chris does what's required of him. <laughs> And that's not even true. (laughs) I'm not required to steal printers. Um, So uh, I flew out here. Um, I actually didn't get a driver's license, though, until I was 28 years old, though, because I suffer from anxiety. (laughs) What's up, ladies? um, So um, once I got into my 20s, dating got to be a little awkward, you know, because I'd ask a woman out. And she'd be like, okay, are you gonna pick me up? And I can't be like, no, I'm not gonna pick you up. Cause I don't have a car. Cause I don't have a license. Cause I suffer from anxiety. <laughs> like that sounds weak and timid, right? So I just told my I to a DUI, you know? <laughs> That sounds noble, right so finally, when I was twenty eight I was like, you know what fuck this I gotta get a car you know because sad buying coke on a bike and uh, <laughs> you guys ever have your dealer laugh at you It's like nice helmet so um for the record, I don't do cocaine anymore so you guys can like shake my hand after the show or whatever um yeah <laughs> It's not even an intravenous drug, so it doesn't matter. I I don't know. Um, But uh, yeah, it got to be too intense, so I quit. Like I remember doing cocaine in my 20s with my friends, and we would say things like, all right, let's go out to the bar, and we'll meet some women, and we'll shut the bar down, all right? Because the night's young, and the sky's the limit. I do coke in my 30s, I say things like, I'll stab my boss. (laughs) Got it coming to him, right? (laughs) Those are my fucking printers. So, uh. (laughs) um, It was fun though getting a license at 28, though. Like, uh, it's like learning to hate again. And, uh, I can remember my first road rage incident because this guy just like cuts me off. So I cut him off and we just start cutting each other off back and forth, back and forth until we're neck and neck on the road. And he just rolls down his window and starts screaming at me verbatim. Your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, they're all dead. You fucking hear me, they're dead. (laughs) Everyone you love is dead. My first thought was, like, everyone I love, like, half that list won't make the cut, you know? (laughs) Not even close. And uh, my second thought was, he's going to say something racist, and I know what you guys are thinking. Chris, how could that be? You're white. I'm like, it's Boston. He'll find a way. And, uh... He'll back into it, but... The thing is, I grew up around there, though, and I'm used to those types of situations, and I can handle myself. But I was still new to driving, all right? I'm just trying to keep my hands at 10 and 2 o'clock and not ram into a fucking pole, okay? I didn't know what to do. So when this guy threatened to kill my whole family, I just replied, Hey, that's illegal. (laughs) Real slick, he goes I don't give a fuck if I go to jail for the rest of my Fucking life, you hear me I was like, alright, this guy's insane Alright, so I step on the gas And we're coming up towards an intersection He goes, you hear me, I ain't scared of shit I ain't scared of shit And just then We come to the intersection, the light turns yellow I keep going, I look back And he stopped at the light I just thought, man There's some lines you just don't cross You know (laughs) I don't know. Um, I don't know. Driving in Boston's a bitch. I uh, my my car broke down in the middle of rush hour uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, in the pouring rain during rush hour, and uh, what's worse is my alternator died, which means all my, the lights went out, the brake lights, everything. So I had to get out of my car during rush hour in the pouring rain and wave all the cars around me. And after a minute, a cop drives right up to me and he just goes, Hey, move your car, get it out of the street. I was like, I can't, my car died. He goes, well then put your fucking hazards on. I was like, I can't, my alternator died. M- my lights don't work, m- my brake lights don't work, nothing works. He goes, Uh. Oh, well good luck with that. <laughs> and he just peels out. So every car that I kept driving by me just kept going, put your hazards on. <laughs> so after about 20 cars, uh, it starts like building to like this crescendo, right? And the vein of my forehead starts popping in and out and in and out. And finally after the 20th car I drove past me and said, put your hazards on, I just look at him and I go, I am the fucking hazard. <laughs> It all worked out. I mean, AAA showed up, you know, and I fell to my knees like Willem Dafoe in Platoon, and <laughs> you know, I was like, "Thank God!" I thought you guys would never come and tow my car away. And he just looks at me and he goes, "Put your hazards on." <laughs> that needs work. Um, I don't know. You guys want to hear um about uh the most fucked up thing I ever did at a wedding or, um, my ex-girlfriend cheating on me. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> me too! Alright. <laughs> That's the most animated I've been all night. I'm like, why would I want to talk about that again? Uh, um, I love weddings, actually. Um, I think they're really nice. Uh, uh, it's fucked up. I actually ran into my cheating ex at a wedding, though, uh, one time, which combined my two passions in life, open bars, and unresolved anger, so it was nice. But it wasn't the most fucked up wedding I ever went to. A few years ago, my best friend Rob got married, and Rob and I became friends because our moms met in AA. (laughs) And that's like the most Boston friendship ever. (laughs) Like, the only... (laughs) The so our friendship more Boston than that is, we fought the Wahlberg brothers, you know, like, so. So because our moms met in AA, Rob and I became like teenage drinking buddies together, okay? So basically everyone at this wedding was either a practicing or recovering alcoholic, all right? So my mom hasn't had a drink in years, but sometimes like at a wedding or a social event, she'll have like an O'Doul's, like a non-alcoholic beer to be like social. And so she goes up to the bar and uh, orders one and this guy named greg from aa comes up to her and greg is what we call a dry drunk you guys know what a dry drunk is a dry drunk is uh when you quit drinking but don't improve your personality uh, so <laughs> we all know a few I, I call them my uncles but uh yeah um so he goes up to my mom and he's like hey if you're just gonna have no duels why don't you save yourself some time and uh switch right to vodka make things easier And I just lost it, you know, because no one should talk to my mom like that. She's been through enough. So I went up to this guy in front of the whole wedding, like I'm in front of all of you right now. And I just go to him, I'm like, if you ever disrespect my mom like that again, I will fucking end you. You got that, chief? I will fucking end you. And my friend Rob starts laughing right in my face. And I was like, why is that so funny? And he just looks at me and he goes, dude, that's from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I was like, fuck, he's right. <laughs> that's Robin Williams. <laughs> you guys ever been so mad? You're like, I'm shooting from the hip. It turns out, nope, I stole it. <laughs> hey, you guys have been a lot of fun. I'm gonna give it back. <clears throat>
6: All right, Chris Post, making your life seem better for 33, 34, 35 years. Thanks, dude. All right, let's give it up for the performers so far, some real ass dudes. Been a rad show. We got one more for you. He has gorgeous hair, take a look. He's a Portland treasure, Ben Harkins.
9: How's it going, guys? Pretty good. All right, I got one great. That's good. Uh, I'm not allowed to sell my sperm. That's just a... That's a policy that they have. Uh, if you have red hair, you can't sell your sperm. They put it on the website now. <laughs> like, uh, I hadn't seen that, and uh, I tr- went up to... Uh, here's the thing, man. Like, you walk up to the... Th- this is how they look at you when you walk up to the, the sperm bank. They don't even want you on the parking lot. Just, like there's like... We're good. <laughs> Keep it moving. Here's the thing, like, I'm, I don't just have, like, red hair. Like, I'm left-handed. I'm, uh, I have, uh, I, I don't know if you guys can, uh, the lighting's pretty good in here. These are actually storm cloud gray. <laughs> that is a very, uh, it's more rare than blue eyes. Double-jointed in both shoulders. I'm immune to poison ivy. <laughs> Like, I am, like, a Noah's Ark of recessive genetic shit. Like, you can't, (laughs) you cannot get these features anywhere else. Like, I figure my sperm should be worth, like, $60. I asked them, like, so why don't you want any, like, why don't you take, like, redheaded sperm? And they're just like, because nobody wants to have redheaded kids. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's that's not true. <laughs> because uh, my mom wanted to have a redhead. And have you ever, like, been in a position where you're saying something out loud for the first time, and as you're saying it, you're also learning that you're wrong? like? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because, like, really, who, yeah, what kind of son do you want? You want uh, someone who's going to bitch every time you go to the beach? Is that what we're, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll get really into Sean White because there's no one else. <laughs> Nobody wanted this. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Guys, what do you think is gonna happen, like, the the future? It's crazy, right? Like, nobody knows what's gonna happen. Like, that's why it's the future, or something. Like, that's it, like. There's one thing, like, the future is gonna be, like, all about, like, robots that fuck people. Like, we're gonna have, we already have, like, primitive, (laughs) shitty robots that fuck people. And, like, do you guys remember how cell phones used to be? <laughs> like, every 80s movie, it's like, oh, look at this asshole on his cell phone. What, you need to, you need to talk to people all the time? Like, that's the way we're going to be looking at these Japanese kids with the VR things and the body pillows. Like, it's going to... Th- we're not just going to have robots that fuck you. We're going to have robots that get you. <laughs> These things are going to be like, hey, I saw that you ordered that on Amazon. Uh, maybe you'd also like it if I ate your ass out in the car later. Like, just opening up <laughs> opening up these doors that can't be closed. It's just... <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, there's no... It's the Wild West right now, this field of robotics. This shit is... This Within your lifetime, people more important than me have to talk about this. Like, it's... <laughs> like, what... W- does anybody know, like, what's the first law of robots that fuck people? <laughs> Just, do We have one. We need one. <laughs> we need a place to start... Like, we need... I swear to God, we are two years away from people in the Supreme Court and people just be like, you have to fucking say something. (laughs) But none of us want to talk about this. So you have to to do something like, and just we're gonna have Supreme Court justices just like, all right, uh, so how short are we allowed to make the robots that fuck people? Let's just start with that one. How short are we allowed to make the robots that fuck people? It's like here's the thing. Like I want to have that future where it's like some hot robot Peter Dinklage is gonna come up to me in a bar. <laughs> He's just sponsored by Marlboro cigarettes and Budweiser. It's just spray painted on his chest. He's like, hey, would you like some coupons? Also, if you swipe your card behind my ear, maybe I can eat your ass out in the car later. Just. <laughs> Like that is the future that I want to live in. That's that's the America, that's my America, you know? (laughs) But like in the eyes of the law, where do you draw the line between the sexy robot Peter Dinklage and like a sexy robot ET? And like (laughs) his throat vibrates and his heart glows and he calls you Elliot and (laughs) Finger lights up, shoves it up your ass, and just illuminates your ball sack like a paper lantern. Like, <laughs> like that should also—that should be legal too. Like, that's It's wi- funny. That's weird. That's creative. <laughs> it's nostalgic. It's good. We should have that. Like, but in the eyes of the law, like, where do you draw the line between? like the sexy robot E.T. and like a sexy robot Boy Scout and he's like, hi, uh, my name is Noah, please stop and I can't find my parents, wink. Like. Like this might be a pretty popular opinion uh, but I think that one's over the line. You know, like that, we shouldn't have that one Like, that's my favorite law. That's the, that's a. if they were like, hey, we got too many laws, it's confusing. Uh, we're getting rid of all the laws. We can only keep one of them. Uh, Ben Harkins, what do you think we should keep up? That, that one. Keep that one, you know? Hmm. <laughs> you know what always gets my dick hard is, uh, is the, uh, the music of Stephen Foster. Uh, so, those of you who don't know, uh, Stephen Foster is a, like an 1800s composer from uh, Pittsburgh. He wrote uh, Suwannee River and uh, Camp Town Races. Uh, you know that one? <laughs> Camp Town Races, sing this song, Duda, Duda. That used to be like the best <laughs> song. That was the best we could do, was, <laughs> like, doodah, doodah. People lost their shit over that song, because they'd never, ever heard music like that before in their entire life. They were just like, holy fucking shit, he's a man possessed! <laughs> doodah, duda. <doo-dah. laughs> like, that was a popular song on the West Coast and the East Coast before radio, before anything like that was we had one train and people used to fuck to that song like that is how that worked when camp town races first dropped like that is when people in this country learned that you can choke each other when you fuck like that is Uh, So I've been thinking a lot about that guy who uh, shot Reagan. Uh, His name was, uh, you know, because I'm 30. You know, that's what's on the mind of concerned young people today is that guy who shot Reagan. Uh, His name was uh, John Hinckley Jr. And allegedly the uh, reason that he shot Ronald Reagan is because he was deeply in love with uh, the actress, the uh, lovely and talented Jodie Foster. It's a popular Everybody knows that, right? That's common knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I just think that's, like, terribly romantic that he would do that for her. Like, because, like, I don't know, like, all the guys in the room, we've probably done some embarrassing shit to, like, try to introduce yourself to that special someone. You know, you, you do something corny. You know, you write a love letter. You know, you write a p- poem, learn a favorite cheesy song. On guitar, steal her boyfriend's motorcycle, jumping over a creek in Allentown, Pennsylvania. These are all things that every one of us <laughs> has, has done in the name of like catching the eye of that special someone. I think like most I, most of the people in this room would probably draw the line at like regular acts of treason, <laughs> like <laughs> like killing the president is the most illegal thing, like. T- Nobody's ever going to love you like that. Like, that is dedication. He didn't even say, like, hi, my name is John. Uh, I like your movies. He just said, I'm going to kill the most unkillable man on the planet, the last remaining superpower, Ronald Reagan for you, Jody. Okay, uh, okay, I get it. You guys are looking at me like I'm fucking crazy, but like, okay, I'll meet you halfway on this. That's crazy. That's crazy to try to assassinate like a world leader to introduce yourself to an actress who's gay. Like that's, (laughs) yeah, that's crazy. But like, isn't love (laughs) supposed to be like a little bit crazy, you know? (laughs) Guys, you've been so
6: cool. Thank you very much. All right, thank you for coming out, for tuning in online. Check out the rest of the festival for the next few days. Have a great night.
5: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of cash? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around
10: me, sea dogs, and get live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk.
5: Mutinyratio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs>
10: mm <laughs> universe
0: <laughs> It's a cash car, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow! We're starting it out with feedback. Does anybody want to say anything? Anybody have any feedback for me? Anybody? No? Good. Got the peanut gallery over here. Yeah! Hey, everybody, welcome to the third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay! that is an appropriate amount of clapping you guys are cool i like you it's good you're in for it it's gonna be a great night i'm very excited uh it's actually gonna be an insane 25 hours of comedy coming to you over the next five days what are you gonna lose your mind if you're listening on the radio everything will be okay uh, so, well, so everything is being podcast and streaming live. So that's all wonderful that will be happening. And uh, we have so many comedians 37 comedians from all over the United States. But right now, <laughs> it's uh, the locals only show. So it's people who live here in San Francisco or have lived here in the past. We actually have returning comedian Kevin Monroe. He lived here for many years. He's back. Yay! Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I don't know. I don't know how to. Oh, this is so sweet. <laughs> Jen, arrows. Yeah, uh, we'll 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 do. I uh, will do. Thank yous at the beginning. Why not? We have all our amazing mutiny volunteers all week that are helping us out. We got Jen at the door. We got George G. Smith behind the boards. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, so it's going to be a great week, and we're going to have a really great time. Uh, I'll tell you guys a few jokes. Uh, yeah you do those are those are weed treats they have lots of marijuana in them that's how I bribe people to being my friends is that everybody else does that no one else super stoner you guys super stoners you do not look like stoners you guys look like you look like closet stoners you look like you like I wouldn't tell anybody that I I'm a smart person I don't smoke marijuana no it's fine I'm I have you ever see I know you're not a stoner because you I, I've smoked so much weed that I've forgotten how my own shower works. Has anyone done that? I've lived in my house for seven years now, and I forgot how my shower worked because I was so high. It's like being a guest in your own home. It's like it's like airbnb yourself. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how this works. I'm burning. I'm cold. Why? Lived there. My cat's like, Dude, how do you not know how to do this? I'm like, why are you talking to me? Do you smoke that much weed? You don't? I didn't think so. That's cool. This is not a weed show, this is a local show, but yay, we're sponsored by Spark! And weed is legal! This is. I'm just so excited about marijuana. It's like marijuana church up in here. There's two things I believe in. One, smoking marijuana all the time, and two, the equality of women. Anybody? Yeah! Both of those things, pretty fucking awesome! I believe in equality uh, in a new special way, in that uh, I watch a lot of PG-13 movies, from you know the 90s on and we all know that we get to see side boob right no nip lots of 180 percent side boob no nip pg-13 totally fine right so what i'm saying is i'd like some equality in filmmaking and i want to see some side scrote okay (laughs) so what i want is like your balls are cupped and your dick is hard so all you see is that weird fleshy part in between sometimes hairy sometimes not i feel like it's gonna be great for like older actors because they can really show off their scrote You know, like um, there's going to be a cool Martin Scorsese film or like maybe a Francis Ford Coppola film. Is he still alive? I don't know. It's like, it'll be like, it'll be like the godfather. It'll be Nick Cage as the godfather. He'll be coming out of a pool and his balls will be dipped in the water and his dick will be outside like off the steps. And we'll see this beautiful like stained glass window through his scroat. You know, with like the veins. Nobody wants to see this beautiful shot. This is equality, everyone. Side boobs, just fine. But side scroat, no. What's wrong with you people? This is San Francisco. This is a scroat friendly place. <laughs> it's not scroat friendly anymore. Man, I've seen so much silver, so much piercing on so many scroats. I have a theory. I have a theory that the size of your dick is inversely proportionate to the amount of piercings in it. Is this just a San Francisco theory that no one else is working off of? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> we're going to take a poll. <laughs> It's local. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door things. Precept of feminism, I think. I don't read. I don't know what feminism is. Come on. I'm kidding. I do read. I'm. A, I. I was taught to read. I'm a real woman. Oh wait, that's the bad. Sorry. Sorry. I don't. know. I shouldn't read, I don't think. I know, bad, bad lady, get back in the kitchen. I love making pot treats. Did I already say that they're so delicious? I just, being high all the time just helps me forget all the misogyny that's rampant in my social social, society circles world. Ooh, San Francisco, equal place. We're gonna get started right now with your first comedian. He is a San Francisco local. He's an amazing human being. He's actually the founder of the F-bomb comedy train. <gasps> toot, toot, oh, beep, beep. There's no beeping, but he's amazing. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Marty Cunney.
11: All right, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, we are starting it off right. All right, let me tell you about myself. I'm a traveling man. I actually just flew back from Colombia, and boy, is my nose tired. Uh, Seriously, they really like cocaine down there. Uh, It's no joke. A lot of people don't believe me that uh, it was actually the first time I'd ever tried cocaine was in Colombia. Uh, Yeah. You're really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> no, most people don't believe me because most people are trying to buy it off of me most of the time. Uh, I just have that certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, Tuesday night at uh, 6 p.m. I, oh, yeah, he's probably got an eight ball on him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's probably dealing right now. Uh, no, but I, I don't know. The first time I tried it, I would have been drinking all day, and I was like, you know, when in Rome, you do some blow, right? Like, that's... That's how the saying goes. That's what they say. And so I thought to my... I was like, all right, let's throw down. The guy, guy puts out a line for me. I do the line, and then all of a sudden I'm sober. Um, what kind of bullshit drug is this? I was enjoying that drunk cocaine. I spent a long time. I spent eight hours and like $80 on that drunk. spent eight, another $80 and five seconds getting sober, and now I'm just pissed off at 4 a.m wanting to talk to people about the intricacies of independent wrestling like <laughs> reciting entire episodes of it's always sunny in philadelphia nobody wants to hear that shit that's a wednesday night for free activity that's not a sunday morning 160 activity okay no Nah, fuck that shit. Uh, I did. I did enjoy Colombia, though. There was a lot to learn down there about the cultural barrier, about the langu- language barrier. Uh, for example, I went to order some black beans, and I said, uh, "Did anyone here speak Spanish?" Do we have any? S- oh, no. Habla, habla. Oh, no. Yeah, no soy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do not speak Spanish, so everything was a struggle with Google Translate and just. Uh, I went to order black beans. I said, uh, quiero uh, frijoles N-words. Um, <laughs> well, if you don't habla Espanol, the word, is, uh, word for black beans is frijoles negros, okay? And so I just was so blocked up, I couldn't even say it. Uh, I went to go uh, to buy a wife beater, and I put that into Google Translate, and I asked the lady at the store for... Uh, Donde está los esposas batadores? Uh <laughs> now, if again, if you don't speak Spanish, I asked her, where are your domestic abusers? Uh when you think about it, that's exactly what I was asking her. <laughs> that is a weird thing we do, guys. We named a piece of clothing after like the worst stereotype we could think of of somebody who wears it, right? Like, the wife beater. Like, can you if you just think about it, like we call it a wife beater, like everyone else in every other country calls it like a ribbed tank top. And uh, I didn't realize how weird it was until I asked that question. And so I was like, you know what? Let's keep this train rolling. Let's name some more pieces of clothing after crazy stereotypes of the people wearing them, right? Like, uh, I don't know, let's think, instead of capri pants, we'll just call them Euro tourists. Yeah? Uh, instead of Birkenstocks, we'll just call them old lesbians. Uh, Instead of wrist sleeves, we'll call them scar hiders. Uh, <laughs> uh, instead of Crocs, we'll call them serial virgins. Um, instead of, uh, I don't know, bolo ties, we'll call them outspoken racists. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I, just, I never seen them like, yep, that's what we'll call. Them. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, that's what, uh, you nailed it right on the head, buddy. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Hey, guys, have you heard the news? Uh, The news about the Jews. Um, It was in Facebook. uh, Facebook was in the news recently for, it was right after the Charlottesville protests. There was a thing where when you advertise on Facebook, like, you get to pick from a drop-down menu of who you want to advertise to. Like, if you want to advertise hiking shoes, you pick from outdoors people, right? Uh, Except one of the options on this drop-down menu uh, was Jew haters for a little while. And I'm not joking. This is a real news story. You can look it up. You could actually directly advertise to Jew haters. Uh, and Facebook was claiming, like, oh, it was a problem with our algorithm or something like that. But it made a lot of sense to me, right? Because I couldn't figure out why I was getting so many advertisements for Tiki Torches and Eddie Bauer in my newsfeed. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I don't hate the Jews. Actually, I play the Jewish piano. Uh, I'm an accountant. Uh... <laughs> terrible industry to hate the jews in guys come on some more jew news uh (laughs) and uh when uh and when orthodox jews do the the circumcision it's called the bris right and so what they do uh the the really orthodox ones like out in new york when they make the incision the rabbi uses his mouth to close off the wound uh yeah, that's pretty weird, right? Uh, what's even weirder is, and worse is that a lot of these rabbis are actually giving these infants herpes when they do this. Yeah, this is true story again. Uh, and it's really bad because some of them will actually die from this uh, or get brain damage, like really bad stuff. And even if they survive, they have to grow up and explain to people how they got herpes. I uh, don't oh, know. It's cool. I got it from my rabbi. Uh <laughs> ugh. <laughs> ugh. It's kosher, yeah. That's why they do it through the sheets, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know this shit. No, man. But what do they get when they get to the bar mitzvah, right? HIV? I don't know. Uh agva <laughs> agva AIDS! Um, <sighs> got me thinking, though, about the bar mitzvah. and just coming-of-age ceremonies in general, right? They're fucking weird. Uh... Like for a bar mitzvah, right, you take a 13-year-old boy uh, at his most pimply-faced, his most crackly voice, his most vulnerable, and you put him in a suit and you give him a glass of wine for confidence and you put him in front of a synagogue full of people and have him sing in a language he doesn't know. Like, that is just tearing him down. That is some cruel shit, right? But it's not as weird as the quinceañera, right? Am I right? The quinceañera is a weird ceremony. It's basically where you take a 15-year-old Latina girl and you tell everyone, you put her in like a wedding dress and you tell everyone... She's a woman now. She's ready. Uh, you wonder about these teenage pregnancy rates and then uh, you're doing this shit at the same time, guys. Come on. But while the Latinos are having like a come see how fuckable my daughter is party, the Jews are having a come see how unfuckable my son is party. <laughs> Just very different, very different cultures. I don't know. Um, what else I, What am I thinking? Hey, you guys like dad jokes? Anybody fan, here fans of dad jokes? Yeah, let me lay let me lay one on you real quick. Uh, when I die, I hope I'm not buried in a sarc. Uh, let me start over. When I die, I hope I'm not buried in a coffin. I feel like I'm more of a sarcophagi. Mm. Ah, ah. I probably shouldn't be telling dad jokes though. Ever since my doctor told me that I'm sterile, uh, no dad jokes for me. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I'm not sterile. I've had like six vasectomies. None of them have taken. <laughs> I've been the cause of several unwanted abortions. Um, all right, let's end on a high note. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Me Too movement. I think it's a good thing, although I think it's kind of uh, redundant. Uh, we've been doing, we've been hearing about all this stuff for a long time. It's just only recently that's been getting like popularized. Like, I don't know. Courtney Love has blown the whistle on these guys for a long time, 10 years over. And uh, Well, I get why we didn't listen to her, though. Uh, Her credibility got blown away about the time her husband did. Uh, I think I'll leave it at that. Uh, That's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Bring up your host, Pam.
0: I wish some people from Seattle were here for that wonderful Joke. Poor he was murdered by his wife. Yay! Beauty Radio Comedy Festival. True. That was Marty Cunny. He also plays rugby. You can tell by his his jacket. <laughs> 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 it's exciting. No, I I was thinking today actually that we should start a YouTube thing called Ruck in Marty. Where we get on we go on adventures together in San Francisco that are just like stupid. Rick and Morty, except Ruck and Marty. So I'm like a drunk old lady. I'm a drunk old lady and you're like a young fun guy who's like going around San Francisco. Right? (laughs) No. (laughs) Buff ass morty. See I know more people are having the thoughts in their heads. See? It's in the gestalt, Marty Cunny. The future is now. Your next comedian, she is the future, you guys. She's part of True Hustle. Not True Hustle, hashtag hella funny. I'm sorry, they both start with a T. I'm so confused. <laughs> hella funny, there's no, there's no, there's no T's in that at all. Sorry, there's, there's a T and a hashtag. I don't do Instagram, I don't know what that is. Twitter is totally foreign to me, I am 43 years old. Your next comedian, she gets it, you're gonna love her. Put your hands together for Allison Hooker. Yay! Yeah,
12: keep it going for Pam. Yeah. Keep it going for this awesome festival we're part of. Yeah. Round of applause for yourselves coming out and supporting live comedy. Fuck yes! I'm excited to be here. I had a really shitty day, uh, and now I, I know that there's worse in the Catholic Church out there. That's <laughs> wow. Now, but I, I went to uh, I went to the doctor today. Does anyone else get really stuck on that question? How many drinks per week? Yeah, you know it's a it's a tough one because you don't want to lie too much. <laughs> you know you want to check your liver. Uh, what are you gonna be honest? It's your doctor, not your lawyer. You know. <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of like a comedy club. I'm a two drink minimum a night. It goes up from there. So I was like, I'm gonna go with two drinks a night. Like that's reasonable, right? So I was like, I have two drinks a night, 14 a week. She goes, that's too much. You're nodding. I was surprised. You think that's too much? Oh, you've shared that Well get this, you haven't been there. Cause this is what the bitch told me. She goes, Men can have two drinks, women can only have one. Uh I'll I'll give her your number. I was fucking livid though. I was like, bitch, we are literally in the middle of hashtag me too. Like whose fucking team are you on? She's like, if you need help with your drinking problem, I help a lot of my patients. I was like, okay, lady, look. Um, I came here for drugs. <laughs> Not rehab. Also, you guys, I don't think she's helping anyone with their drinking problem. I think she's just helping people lie to doctors. <laughs> you know, because like the next time I go to her, I'm definitely gonna be like, Oh yeah, you know, I have seven drinks a week. I'm no dumbass, she gave me the answer. <laughs> Actually, fuck that. I'm not going back to that doctor. Because I want to see a doctor I can see eye to eye with. You know, I'll give her your number. I want a doctor that will look at my 14 and be like, that's not enough. (laughs) She asked me another impossible question to answer. What was the first day of your last period? (laughs) Yeah, ladies, quick round of applause if anyone else is completely fucking stumped every time a doctor asks this. (laughs) All the women in the room. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with our bodies, actually, (laughs) at all. Like every single month our entire world just crumbles and we have no idea what's happening. Just solemn nods around the room. Like I'll get on a phone with a friend of mine, like I just don't know what's going on with me. I don't like my job anymore. This guy that I'm dating just seems really distant. Like I just haven't been happy lately. Like the shit is deep. <laughs> And then three days later. Uh, <laughs> but but imagine getting stumped by this, like by anything else that happens every single month, you know? <laughs> rent is due. You get on the phone with your landlord. You're asking me for rent again? <laughs> like it feels like I just paid rent.
10: <laughs>
12: and you're not even asking me nicely. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and my room is really small. <laughs> I'm 33. Why is my room so small? <laughs> I like how the men can understand the disintegration more than women. It's how we feel, though. It's how we feel, ladies. Um. So yeah, anyways, I went to the doctor. Uh, she went to give me a pap smear, it's mostly men in here. I'll just fill you guys in what we go through. Um, when we go to the doctor, they stick a speculum inside of us, and they click it open twice, and they swab the inside of our vagina. Yeah, you look a little scared, but I know there's a couple of guys in here that are like, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> I wish I'd go to the doctor and stick my dick in something. <laughs> but it's not like fun, you know? It's whatever. It, there's not like rotating head or bunny ears. It's just, <laughs> it's cold. Like the equivalent for a man would probably be sticking your flaccid penis in a cooler and having someone scratch it. Like that's, (laughs) it's whatever, it's it's whatever. So anyways, you guys, she goes uh, to give me a pap smear. And I think because I have like a small frame, she assumed like all of me was small, if you catch my drift mutiny. Uh, (laughs) So she goes, I am going to use my smallest speculum. Any smaller would be pediatric. i to hear a couple laughs, but I just thought that was fucking weird. Um, I don't know what the fuck. Uh, I'm not going to make any jokes. I'm going to leave it to Roy Moore. Um, so, hey. So she takes her smallest speculum, you know? She goes to stick it in. She goes, squee! I'm just kidding. Uh, slides right in, you guys. No problems there. No problems at all. She goes for the classic click, click. She goes click, 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 (laughs) click. I know. What I'm trying to say, I think, is that the hallway doesn't always fit the building. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Like, I don't know where my organs fit either, you know? This is just just vagina and backbone. Uh, Yeah, uh, loosening you guys up, it's okay, it's comedy. Um, fuck it, you guys, I'm proud of my big vagina. You know what I did? I wrote a song about it today on my way over. Can I share it with you? Yeah. All right, it goes, <laughs> I can take that dick, <laughs> click, 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 click. That's fucking ridiculous. That is <laughs> ridiculous, thank you. Uh, anyways. Uh. My name's Allison Hooker, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, just my name, was born with it, um, not a stage name. You guys can imagine that was fun, you know, all my life, like in junior high when I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. <laughs> so it just said, a hooker, just <laughs> down the leg of my pants, <laughs> across my chest. Thank you. It took me a little longer to find the funny in it. What's that? You're a Johnson. <laughs> we should get married and hyphenate, you know? But I was cruising around with this A hooker shirt on. And everyone was teasing me. It was junior high. Eighth grade boys in my class. I'm in sixth grade. It was a whole thing, you know? So my gym teacher finally gave me new clothes. She's like, sweetheart, you need to write something else. <laughs> so I wrote the hooker. <laughs> Are you guys kidding me? I was loving that sexual attention. Junior high, I was cruising around in my hooker shirt wearing a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. (laughs) Now I'm cruising around wearing a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm waiting. (laughs) I was actually trying to smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. It's not even the joke yet though. Uh, He broke his nose on my chest bone. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It's fine though. He's uh he's actually Syrian, so he's got quite a nose in my defense. It's true. My boyfriend's Syrian. Actually he learned how to write in Arabic first, so we met when he swiped the wrong way on Tinder. Okay, you like the language jokes. Pretty fucking cheesy, you guys. Pretty dumb. Yeah, he's Syrian. Actually my uh my birthday was election night. So Trump was elected and I was like, what's happening? Oh my God, baby, we are moving. And I looked at him and he's from Syria. So we stayed. Um, (laughs) That was that. What else can I say about that? Uh, He grew up in Santa Cruz, actually. His dad owns a Mexican restaurant down in Santa Cruz. His dad is a Syrian man who owns a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's like the first time I had a burrito, where I was like, mm, a little too much saffron, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the white people don't get it either. They like cruise in they like practice their Spanish one on all the Syrians, because they don't know the difference between a brown person. <laughs> so it's pretty classic. Uh, what else I want to talk about? My Syrian boyfriend picked the movie last night. It's cold outside, you know, we watched a movie. Uh, so we watched a porn. Which is fine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm no conservative. I'm no Mike Pence. I think you know that by now. (laughs) Uh, But I have a little trouble getting on board with porn. You know, because there's no good backstory. There's no build-up. Like, they're just going straight to pound town. And I need a little bit more romance than that. So this is what I did. I paused it, and I gave him the backstory. (laughs) I was like, look, he wasn't always a pool boy. And she didn't always have those tits. And I don't have time to get into like the details of it right now, you guys, but I gave him the most epic love story. Like, they'd known each other for years. They built deep love and respect for each other. And after all this time, they're finally ready for anal. OK, go ahead. Push play. <laughs> Then I could get into it a little bit more, you know. Then I get—I mean, there were a few other parts I had to like pause it and explain, give him a little more backstory, like why is he calling her stepsister? You know, they're just other parts. <laughs> like if he loves her so much, why is he spitting on her? There were just other things. <laughs> Who the fuck is this other guy? <laughs> it took us a little while to get through the movie. I'm not gonna lie, we didn't—we didn't even have sex. We just fell asleep. Um, great story though. It was a good, good love story. <laughs> Uh how much time do I have? One minute? Oh. What do I do with one minute? Do you know any jokes? (laughs) Listen, dickhead. No Are you a comic? No. Oh, I'm sure we could give you a couple minutes up here though. You know, you know what a couple minutes feels like? Or one? Like how long it takes you to come? (laughs) yeah one minute like how long it takes you to come we could give you that amount of time no 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 no. but the thing is the thing is about comedy though is like it's a lot like sex because when you're doing it it feels like so much longer (laughs) you guys have been amazing thank you so much
0: Check her out. She's at Cobbs all the time on Hella Funny. Super awesome. Yay. People are arriving. Yay. Exciting stuff. Woo! Your next comedian. What what an amazing human being he is. I saw you go in the bathroom with a disco light and it like danced off your hair in such a beautiful way. I was like, I wanna make a video of him in the in the bathroom. <laughs> that sounds weird. I didn't mean to that. That that comes across wrong. Uh, But he's an amazing human being. You guys are going to love him so much. Put your hands together for amazing local comedian, Clay Newman! I just want to set the record straight.
5: I was not pooping in there. I was not pooping in there. I just could not not dance. It just had to happen. I will say... I did pee everywhere. Like, that's not good for dancing. It's not, like, it's not a good, <laughs> you, like, you cross streams with the disco hands. It's no good. It's like I've peed everywhere. Um, this is Mutiny Radio, goddammit. This is this is where you pee everywhere. This is, if this place didn't smell like pee, it wouldn't be Mutiny Radio. I One of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. One of the greatest shows I've seen in my comedy career was at Mutiny Radio. It was a show where the comics wore diapers. <laughs> Pam in all of her brilliance put a challenge the comedians. You get all the beer you want, but you're not allowed to use the bathroom. <laughs> and you gotta wear a diaper. And we gotta see that diaper. And because we've made the poor decision to buy very elderly diapers, they're gonna leak, <laughs> which is a fun factor. I got to hear one of the greatest statements I've ever heard at a comedy show. It came from you, Jonathan. It came from you, sir. Uh, Jonathan exclaimed with more passion than I've ever heard at a comedy show. Uh, upon and here's the back the backstory to this. Uh, Jonathan witnessed a comic and just this, do this disgraceful thing, which is not pee his pants. Uh, during this comedy show. uh, This was a comic who has been on Conan O'Brien. He's been on Last Comic Standing. Very few of us make it out of San Francisco with credits. He was one of them. And Jonathan, in all of his wisdom, exclaimed, I don't give a fuck what show he was on! You're supposed to pee! (laughs) And that's Mutiny Radio. That's, That's where we're at. That's what we're keeping alive is that goddamn honor The tradition of Mutiny Radio. It's a beautiful thing. I'm happy to take part of it. I think it's fitting that Mutiny Radio is in this neighborhood because, like, nowhere else is this neighbor like... Where else in the world do you find the financial diversity of the outskirts of the mission? It's ridiculous. It's insane. It's nowhere else has that level of rich and poor mingling together. On one block, on one block, you could be walking down the street and you could have this conversation with yourself. The fuck? Is that a gold-rimmed Segway? God damn it, tech industry. A gold-rimmed segue? How insulting do you have to be to the rest of Sam? Are you pooping and shooting heroin? <laughs> One block. But they're both like, fuck Trump,
3: right? So
5: It's all good. It's all good. We're all friends. People say there's not a lot of political diversity out here. That's not true. That's not true at all. I heard... A conversation between friends earlier today I heard one guy exclaiming and this is a popular argument in San Francisco you've heard this before this isn't diverse Republicans are so stupid I can't believe how stupid Republicans are Republicans are so we're gonna die because of how stupid Republicans are His friend stopped him and this is why I like how diverse the Bay Area is His friend stopped him and he said look man you don't understand Republicans aren't stupid Okay? That is ignorant to think that Republicans are stupid. Republicans are not stupid. Republicans are evil. <laughs> so, yeah, we got the full spectrum of ideas out here. It's really nice. We got all the beliefs. Uh All the ones that matter. Uh It's one or the other. It can't be both. You can't be evil and stupid. I believe that thoroughly. I believe that thoroughly. Like, the people that are controlling Donald Trump's presidency are evil. Donald Trump is clearly stupid. <laughs> clearly stupid, There's, and I can prove it. None of you would watch a James Bond movie if Donald Trump was the villain. It would never happen. He's not evil enough, he's too stupid. Same goes for fucking W. There's no way, if George W. Bush was a vote, what's it gonna do, just like massage him? Like, hey, here you go, Jimmy Bond, like. <laughs> Donald Trump, that's not gonna be a fun speech. like, James Bond is tied down, there's a laser slowly heading towards his crotch. Donald Trump says, I don't know, I'm not allowed to speak about lasers, but... Oh, that was Woody Allen. I don't know why I did Woody Allen. (laughs) You ever not practice an accent and then you do Woody Allen accidentally? (laughs) I'm trying to be relatable up here. Um, (laughs) that was bad. all right, we'll just move on to other stuff. Uh, so, like, I know it's wrong to drink in the shower. Whatever. Um, it's not wrong. I feel like you're not the best judge. of <laughs> Like, I don't want to go back to the pee show incident, but, like, let's, let's because like, but I don't think society has decided it's wrong to drink in the shower. Like, even if you're trying to be classy about it, you can't bring a, a like, a tumbler in there. It's going to get wet. Like, you can't. There's no, like, sippy cup top for a wine glass. It doesn't happen. Like, there's no classy way to drink in the shower. But you're allowed to drink while you're pooping, right? (laughs) You said that way too confidently. Oh, maybe you got the same advice as me. Maybe a doctor told you to relax. I don't know how else to do it. I don't want hemorrhoids anymore. I gotta do whatever I can. I'm not gonna smoke a spliff while I'm shitting. I get too high. I don't remember which is the smoking hand, which is the wiping hand. (laughs) That's a problem, it's how you get pink eye. It is crazy to be out here in the Bay Area to live in this time with all this technological advancements. Cars are driving themselves. Millionaires are launching Pintos into space or whatever the fuck that was all about. But do you realize we're skipping the important stuff? We're missing the things the society actually needs. Have you ever taken a minute to think about the fact that nobody has even tried to invent a bed that you could pee into? How is nobody... I thought we'd start a rally right now. I thought that would be the end of the comedy show and we would take to the streets marching. It is cold at night. You're telling me you'd rather walk to the bathroom. Turn on the lights. You're not a ninja. You can't hit that fucking toilet water without the lights. Maybe you're a lady. Maybe you're going to sit down. Is it warm? That's not a good thing. You can't afford a toilet warmer. You have roommates. That's a bad thing if it's warm. You do your business. You walk back to bed. Do you fall calmly back to sleep? No, that's not how the human brain works. You're telling me you wouldn't rather just roll over and fucking let it happen? I'm not saying we poop in there, we're not animals. And I don't even, I'm not even talking about technology, really. Like, I just want a hole and a bucket and some air freshener. That's all I'm asking for, a funnel for the ladies. I don't know how vaginas work. (laughs) I don't know if a funnel would help. I feel like we're all pretty good people in this room. I think I'm a good person. I think you're all good people. I hope you think you're a good person. But ask yourself deep down, is any of us in this room a good enough person to not poop in the handicap stall? If it's available, that is the chuckle of somebody that always takes the legroom. That guy knows. it are you kidding me? Fuck yeah, handicapped stall. You get the legroom, you fucking prop your phone up against the bar and you get to watch a little YouTube video while you're, it's great. But every once in a while, and I hope it never happens to you, but every once in a while, while you're enjoying that extra legroom while you're watching a video of how to cook deep fried asparagus (laughs) on your phone. I know what you're into. Every once in a while, you hear that mechanical noise and the door swings open. And you peer under the stall and wheels come in. It's not... (laughs) You know it's not Stephen Hawking. That would be great. I'm not saying you ask for an autograph necessarily. Like, and that's even more rude if you just yell Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I was just worried about clamming up. Your hands get all sweaty. You can't fucking palm a piece of toilet paper. You know it's going to be one of those endless wipers. Somebody's on the other side of the stall going, I hope he doesn't ask if I'm Stephen Hawking. (laughs) That would be embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, you made that joke better than it's ever been before. Thanks, Jonathan. Uh, Coming through twice in one set. (laughs) Comics. Look to Jonathan. (laughs) He's got the answers. This is the fountain of youth right here. It's beautiful. All right, you you did enough. Don't force it. Don't force it. Let it come. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't get greedy, Jonathan. Uh, this is what happened with Bitcoin. This is Bitcoin all over again. You just got greedy. You're like, this worked once! <laughs> I don't know what Bitcoin is. That joke doesn't go any further. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. That's where improv people beat stand-up comedians. Is improv people know better than to start a topic that they have no knowledge on. Uh, stand-up comedians just shout words that we've heard regularly and hope that it gets a response and then flounder when it does. Uh, that was very upsetting. Um, <laughs> well, this is a goddamn delight. I really appreciate you guys taking out here. Uh, I hope those of you who are audience members realize how important of a part of the process you are. Like... You're so necessary to this. Do you realize there's no band practice for us? We don't just get to say this shit in the shower and hope that it works out. Like, we need you guys. We need you here. You're important, man. Yeah, honest to God. Do you realize if none of you were here right now, this would just be schizophrenia? this would just be another problem in the mission. <laughs> it's like that old saying, if a comic tells a joke in the woods and no one is around to hear it, did I get too fucked up on that camping trip? <laughs> I'm talking to trees again. I may have. But I like to think, as far as myself goes, that someday, maybe, y'all will be watching Comedy Central and... I don't know, what if you think of the time you saw me here? Do you say to yourselves, <laughs> that Clay Newman guy. I wonder if he's watching Comedy Central too. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you uh, Give it up for people.
0: Clay Newman! Clay Newman, the only comic who's been here for all three Mutiny Radio Comedy Festivals, yay! <laughs> He's my favorite. You can still listen to old versions of Clay and Tony's Spoiler Alert, and they're still fresh. You can still listen to Trapped in the Closet with them. <laughs> it's so fresh. It is, it's always fresh. There's peeing in that too, right? R. Kelly, we got it full circle. All right, your next comedian. He used to live in San Francisco, he moved to LA, but he's back. He started the brainwash, and he's here with us. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Kevin Monroe.
3: Yeah, all right, uh, man, y'all, y'all kind of classy this joint up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, nobody's drinking openly, there's no edibles, like... You know. Damn, I leave for a minute? <laughs> By the way, if you notice, I took all my shit and brought it out of my car. I took all my shit out of my car and brought it over there because three months ago I did a show with the Punchline and they broke it broke into my car and stole my clothes. Yeah, not, not my laptop. Right, not my phone, not my camera, my clothes. And I'm like, I'm six foot six, you dumb motherfucker. Good luck <laughs> wearing them pants. <laughs> Fucking idiots. If you see a tall ass dude wearing some um, some pants, just punch him in the face for me, okay? Just do that. It's, pr- it's probably my pants, it's probably my pants. Now, I, re- I was gonna put my contacts in when I got here, but uh, the light in the bathroom. <laughs> What's that disco shit going on in there?
0: Not disco,
3: not yeah, I don't. This, I, I don't want to have a party when I'm taking a shit. Why? What the fuck is? <laughs> like who sits down going? You know what would make this even better? Put on some Barry White, please. <laughs> like what the fuck? So I was like, All right, fuck. It. I'll do it. With my 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 glasses on. Ah, uh, this is this is cool, man. Uh, once again, by the way, uh, I literally I just flew in. I literally just flew in, just got off of SFO. I can literally drive from LA to San Francisco faster than flying to SFO. <laughs> Seriously, five and a half hours on the freeway, eight hours in the airport. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> Serious? Like, how is this technology working? Like, this is this is this is anti-technology. Like, this is backwards. It's backwards shit. You coming in or you staying out? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> just creeping. It just goes to the- oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that's all that is. Yeah, I used to live here in the in the Bay. I'm I'm in LA now, man, and I'm out there trying to <sighs> trying to date, trying to meet people, man, you know. I'm just like, "Oh, this is Uh, I don't I don't send dick pics. I I really don't. I don't I don't, because not everybody's phone got unlimited data. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, damn, you fucked up my program, man. <laughs> it's an extra $30. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm talking No, <laughs> nah, it, it's, it's I, I haven't been out there in a minute, so I thought I'd try it out. You, I, you know what, it's weird, like, not just black women, but all kinds of women like do fake hair, like f- hair extensions. They do like, 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 it's not a black thing anymore. It's like like blonde women, everybody's doing the hair extensions. You know, everybody come out the car looking like Pocahontas. You know. And I'm like, how, do, how is it you can have fake hair, but I can't show up on a date with a fake mustache? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Why can't I wear a fake mustache? Yeah, you know, look, look, you're not Beyonce, I'm not Idris Elba, okay, we're all pretending, fucking just, why not? <laughs> There's no reason, but, you know, that did kill a date, so, <laughs> that didn't work. Have a seat, sir, have a seat. Where you coming from, sir? Good, that's a good place. <laughs> man, this is cool. Nah, man, uh, LA, LA is, a, is a weird, weird spot, man. Uh LA has black people, which is something the Bay Area doesn't have anymore. Oh Yo look, there's no black people here, man. There's like like I mean there's like five. You know what I mean? Like but LA has like Compton, has like Inglewood, like black, like black people. There's hella it's like real like you could be a black person in LA and stay in black world, you know, and like never never talk to a white person ever. You could you know what I mean you could walk around and be like Wakanda forever, you know? <laughs> This shit is great, man. And I was like, uh, I started dating these uh, some, some black women because uh, the Bay Area had me on this. Like, you know, it's too many white women out here. Like, I, I hadn't seen a black pussy since Boys the Man had four members. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a rule now: you can't date more than three white women in a row. Because if you do that. You're institutionalized. You're institutionalized. It's like it's like that dude that goes to prison. And he comes out. He doesn't know what to do. So he just robs a liquor store. <laughs> Put me back in. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, you institutionalized, man. Ah, uh, this this one girl. She hit me on uh, uh, on my dating app. She, her name is Tsunami, spelled S-U-N-A-M-I. Tsunami, tsunami. I'm like, this chick sounds like a mess. <laughs> like she's gonna show. Hello, I'm tsunami. <laughs> I'll have the <a> cabernet. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and I am saying, like she sounds like a mess. But you know, hey, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm a natural disaster that can't spell. <laughs> I'm here to rock your world. Nah, I don't, I don't. I, I'll deal with her. I'll deal with her, man. But I mean, you know, it's, it's it's been a while, man. I mean, black women were not feeling me in the early 2000s, man. I missed that whole juvenile back that ass up era of black women. Like that was, <laughs> I missed that. Now, now it's okay, you know. But but back then, I mean, it's cool now. But back then, black women they were kind of like they were like the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like they like they didn't draft me, but they were mad I was playing in Europe. You know? (laughs) And Israel. (laughs) But that was Summer League, that don't count, that don't count. My boy hit me up on Twitter, hey yo dog, you gotta check this shit out, man, he sent me this picture. And it's like, oh shit, this is just a girl in some yoga pants bent over, why are you sending me this? He's like, no, that's not a girl. That's a sex robot, dog. That's a sex robot, that's not a person, that's a sex robot. I'm like, what? Why are you? It's like, nah, this is real, dude. You could buy a sex robot. I'm like, I don't know if I want a sex robot, man. Because, look, I have an ex that was a stalker, Okay, I don't want a robot stalker ex, Okay. (laughs) Has nobody seen Terminator? (laughs) They follow you to the ends of the fucking earth, man. (laughs) I'll be back (laughs) to ask you why you did not call me. (laughs) I'm not fucking with that, man. He's like, oh no, no, you understand? Me. It's a sex robot. I'm like, look, man, any robot is a sex robot. If you try hard enough. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know what your Roomba looks like, but <laughs> drink a little Hennessy, like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna just put some crumbs. <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? Like, why are you paying extra? Just, just get a regular robot and fuck it. That's, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Moreau does not endorse fucking robots. <laughs> My publicist makes me say that. You know, and it's, it's, he's like, dog, for real, though, it's dope, though, it's $2,000, 2500 for the black one. I'm like, look, look, I don't, I don't have $2,000. <laughs> I can't afford a sex robot. How about, I'll be like, hey, yo, uh, y'all got a, a, a sex washcloth? <laughs> A sex gym sock. That's that's my budget right there. Oh. <laughs> sex gym sock, you gotta <laughs> 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 have to do in the back are like oh what's this website? <laughs> <laughs> what's a website for a sex robot? No nah, man, I, I miss I missed the bay, man. I went to uh when I when I came uh from the Caribbean, but I'm from the Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh you don't know where it is, it's okay. You don't know. No, you don't. Like, you know how Americans are. I know where I know what Trinidad is. Go to Africa, make a left. By the way, there were no there were no Trinidadians in the Winter Olympics. None. No. We live on the equator. Okay, like why would we? But I'll tell you what, though, with this global warming shit, in 2082, motherfucker, 2082, Trinidad is gonna kill the Winter Olympics, son. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, we're gonna run on gravel like a motherfucker. (laughs) All the Swedes are like, why is it so hot? Why? (laughs) That's a German accent, pretend to be a Swedish accent. I don't give a fuck. There's no Norwegians here, so... Are there? Are there any? (laughs) Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, nanny, she don't count. No, no, but I hate that, man. Like, that's the only time. Like, when I was in Oakland, like, people were like, "Where you from, Trinidad?" Is that in Africa? I'm like, no, it's it's a Caribbean country. So it's a Caribbean country in Africa. Like, okay, fine, fuck it. It's in Africa. I give up. What do you want? Now, you know, like, do the Olympics. That's the only time y'all care about us, man. Like, y'all watch. You know, somewhere between Taiwan and Tunisia is my little country. There's three people, right? One guy's there, he's like holding the flag. (laughs) The other guy is my Uncle Roy. (laughs) (laughs) Like nigga, you fifty five years old. Why are you still in the Olympics? (laughs) You know what I mean? And Americans, man, y'all y'all are bullies, man. Y'all y'all fuck with third world y'all play third world countries. Why are you playing like I saw the USA basketball team play Angola? angola <laughs> you know what i mean it's like like oh okay we got uh we got lebron james yeah we got steph curry we got uh tyson chandler we got kevin durant <laughs> how do you think the angolan basketball team picked their team like they're just in there like okay <sighs> the first 15 men with shoes Come to the U.N. Hospital? We will drive from Angola. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like after the game, they're shaking hands and shit like, Oh, good game, brother. Good game. Good game, brother. 155 to 3. Good game, brother. Good game. Are you still eating that? No. <laughs> I fuck that fucked up, man. And I'm like, how you going I feel like this, like, if you're in the third world, you should, get, you should get a gold medal, fine. If you're from the third world, if you win, you should get a U.S. passport. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's useful to a third world person, man. How you gonna give an African a gold medal? Gold comes from Africa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like white people stole gold from Africa. How you gonna give an African some shit you stole from him <laughs> as a prize? Like, <laughs> here you go, Matumbo, gold medal. Well, thank you for returning it. (laughs) Where
10: is the rest? Wakanda.